Hey, beautiful people. I'm Sarah, and welcome to my show, Ignited by Inner Beauty, a podcast that is setting the world on fire with body positivity, female empowerment, and self-love. If you need some feel-good vibes and a reminder of just how beautiful you truly are, then you came to the right place. I'm so excited to share what's in store for you today. and welcome to episode 36 of Ignited by Inner Beauty. And I am so excited about today's episode. I had the absolute pleasure of speaking with Molly and Shayna from Lux Bridal. And they are a bridal boutique that is specifically focused on catering to uh, curve brides or or plus size um, brides. And they were absolutely incredible. The amount of detail they shared with us about creating this incredible experience for their brides. I learned so much and was just truly inspired of um, what they were doing. I was like, wow, this is like a little pocket of what a like perfect body positive world would be almost. (laughs) Um, It was just so wonderful how detail oriented they are. And it was really highlighted in a social media post that they made. That's how I found them. They had this viral post, maybe you had seen it, that's talking about like, hey, we're a curvy bridal salon. Of course, we have sample sizes that fit your body. Of course, that we have fans and waters in the dressing room. Of course, we're going to stand up for you when your mother-in-law makes a mean comment about your body. And, you know, of course, you you can own a fitted gown and you're going to love it. It's just all of these Um, amazing insights that um, are just so uh, should should be the norm I'll say but unfortunately are pretty rare and they kind of talk about just this journey of how um, you know being in the Shayna being in the bridal industry to starting up uh, Lux Bridal and what that experience was creating a salon that was uh, specifically catered to uh, curvy women so Uh, This was an absolutely wonderful interview. I think you guys are going to really enjoy just hearing from them. And um, also, if you're interested, uh, we had a previous episode that was how to have a body positive wedding. So if you are planning a wedding or you know someone who is who is in need of some body positivity, please share this episode with them. Um, Check out my other episode, have a how to have a body positive wedding and check out Lux Bridal Salon or follow them on social media because they have some awesome content. It can be a tough time getting married when there is so much talk of diet culture. There's, you know, like sweating for the wedding and people trying to lose weight and um, just a very stressful time in terms of body image. So it was just a true beacon of light to hear from people who uh, really focused on the inner beauty and letting, um, you know, just their uh, the inner inner beauty shine as well as outer beauty for all of the clients who come into them, all of the brides that, that come into their store. Um, and bef- before I get started, I will also say if you are in the Minnesota area or you want to travel to uh, check out their salon, they are also doing a, uh, a self-love month this February. So if you're listening uh, right now in the month of February, Uh, you can kind of check out on social media. They have different promotions and fun things they're doing for this self-love month. So definitely uh, take a look into that. And without further ado, here is my interview with Molly and Shayna from Lux Bridal. Well, thank you so much, Molly and Shayna, for joining me on Ignited by Inner Beauty. I am so excited to have both of you here. Um, And so why don't you go and introduce yourselves and both uh, talk about how you are ignited by inner beauty. Um, Great. Shayna, why don't you start us off since you're the big wig here? (laughs) Sure, not a problem. Well, I'm Shayna Clute, the owner and founder of Lux Bridal um, in Egan, Minnesota, um, and have had Lux for um, well over 13 years. 
I would say, you know, I think how I'm ignited by inner beauty. I think that's, you know, it's a journey. It's been an evolution, you know, being a woman, I think my answer to that question would be so different from when I was 18, when I was 25, when I was 35. And now I'm in my, I hate saying it, I've gotten over the, the edge of the late, late forties now. Um, and I think it's evolved. So, you know, I am, when I started this journey with Lux, I was really, um, ignited by just, um, women feeling beautiful on their skin is really was important. You know, I had a long journey of uh, what beauty was when I was young was, um, you know, I was, you know, growing up, um, I had a lot of body images issues and different things. And um, I really just wanted to empower women and um, be body positivity before it was a thing. You know, I just wanted people to feel good about themselves and I wanted to feel good about myself. Self. Um, and to now that question is really um, the same, but deeper. I think I'm really ignited by um I work with being empowered um, to our brides feeling empowered and feeling beautiful about themselves um, to even, you know, my journey in life and feeling good about who I am as a person um, outside, but also inside. Um, and that's, you know, a deeper question, but, you know, being healthy and what that definition of healthy is, is different for every person, but just feeling really good about yourself, you know, from your head to your toes and all the inside stuff, I think is really important. Um, but it resonates with just locks of people feeling good about themselves and liking who they see in the mirror, um, deeper than just that vision that they see. It's, it goes deeper than that. So. That was a long answer, but that's mine. Loved it. <laughs> Wonderful. And Molly, how about, how about you? How are you excited about inner beauty? And tell us about who you are. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to come up after that. <laughs> um, my name is Molly Roth. I am currently the sales manager at Lux Bridal. I've been there. I just celebrated my three-year anniversary at Lux, which is really exciting. Uh, never thought I'd be selling wedding dresses, which isn't technically what I do, I guess, but I mean, it's, part of who I am now, which is really refreshing. Um, things that ignite me about inner beauty, um, to inner beauty, um, by inner beauty, all the things. Um, I would say a lot of my job helps with that. And I don't want to sound selfish in a sense where it's like, working and helping other people feel good like makes me feel good and I was thinking a lot about what I was going to say on this podcast today and I was like I feel like it doesn't sound selfish but it feels it a little bit where I'm like if I make one of my brides feel good in their skin and they're so excited like I'm like that to me is like a drug you know I like you feel so good you're like our goal at work is to have our brides leave feeling better than when they stepped in. Um, and if that is accomplished, that like lights a fire under my, like in my bones, um, makes me feel really good about myself and my skin. And then I think that resonates through my staff um, and through social media too, like um, making other women, like we constantly get comments and messages about like, oh my gosh, that's my body. And that she looks so good in that dress. Um, so little comments like that, I feel like are like, yes, it's about like some of it is about what you look like on the outside, but I feel like that is resonating with people and how they feel inside. Um, and I think that's definitely like, yeah, it all falls hand in hand, you know, but just making people know that they feel good inside and out, I think is important. That's so sweet. And it, yeah, it's so <laughs> contagious, right? <laughs> oh no, that was wonderful. Thank you for sharing. And it, yeah, I loved how you said it. It's like, it is such a, a good feeling when people are like, when they're smiling and they're feeling so beautiful, that's like very contagious energy. I feel like can, can really just radiate among a group of people. So, um, I, I love that, um, expression. So Tell me a little bit about how um, Lux got started. Um, you guys are a, a bridal salon specifically for uh, plus size women. Um, how uh, this is so wonderful to see. And I'm wondering, like, when you guys started, was there many um, 
bridal salons specifically for plus size women? How did this get started? I know there's like such a need for that and for just size inclusivity across the board. Um, so it's wonderful to see that to see that specifically um, in the bridal uh, bridal like landscape and retail. So tell me a little bit about how it got started. Yeah, that is all on. I, I, I don't look back that much. And when I do, I'm just amazed at the journey that we've had. Um, so it started, I started dreaming this up and talking about it in 20, um, 2009. Um, long history of, you know, just poking around trying to figure out like, I'd been a wedding planner, and I was trying to figure out how, um, you know, the bridal industry worked. And I was working with brides, uh, at their um, appointments to go find their wedding dresses and they just couldn't get into anything. And, you know, I was out in Western New York. So the body shapes were a little different. A lot of Italian Americans, you know, so it was more curvy out there. Um, and, um, you know, I was like, these women, you know, kind of look like me and I couldn't figure out like why these brides could not get in dresses. So I kind of did some research for, a few, a few years and, you know, saw the tears and, you know, dug really deep into the industry. And um, lo and behold, I, I, I started to understand what was happening was a disconnect of, you know, consumers to recognizing who the consumer average woman was, you know, at the time, what her size was. Um, and then to the designers, not even recognizing different body shapes or categorizing them in women's um, which, you know, was advertised very differently and the dresses were even designed differently. Um, so long story short, we, we started Lux, um, in the very, uh, early 2010 and, um, we were the second store, um, third store, uh, in the United States that was, uh, plus size focused. We were very small. I think we were like 15,000 or uh, 1500 square feet, three dressing rooms. And it was myself just selling dresses. Um, but I remember the first five years having to go to bridal market and we would tell people what we're doing. And they would just look at me and go, what in the world are you doing? I'm doing this. Like, this doesn't make sense. And I have nothing for you. And so many doors shut. Um, and we just kept coming back and explaining our mission and our passion. And finally, a few designers got it. There's limitations at the time. Uh, size charts really only went up to 24 and then they evolved up to size 28 um, in the marketplace um, five years after we opened. Um, but we, there was no images. So we had to do our own photo shoots for every single content because we wanted the same um, content to be, and this was before content was content. You know, there's no Instagram mm -hmm. at this point, Facebook and print ads. Um, even mannequins, we had to source special from Europe to get because there wasn't anything. It was all, it's, you know, ready to wear or model sizing, two, four, six, eight. Um, and so uh, it's so fun that we were part of that, pioneering that and educating the designers to what it's become today. And the conversations we had in the beginning, middle, and to where we're at today is just, uh, we've made leaps and bounds. And I think there's so much more growth to happen. Um, but now we have got, you know, the 3,500 square feet and we're, you know, five dressing rooms and we've got a great team, 12 women up right now. Um, so it's been a great journey, uh, but it was really interesting just to see the evolution of the, um, just the whole industry as a whole um, and that we got to be a part of that. And I really, really never thought about it that much until recently. Um, and it's so neat to, to be able to say that we were part of that and that, um, we were able to really make some headway and make an impact um, that I've just never really thought about. It was, it's been, it's been fun. It is That's fun. Wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Just to hear that story and realizing you're one of the first in the, in the U S and how hard that is. Like you're just saying, just to get the resources and the designers, the mannequins, like everything is a uphill battle, but um, well, I'm so glad it's, there though because it's such a need and um like so did you see this you said beforehand you were a wedding planner is that um where you kind of saw the the need for um more like plus size dresses and kind of um like a more uh 
comfortable area as well. Cause I know I've, I've seen like you have fans and you have robes that fit. Like it's all of the things that just make sense. Um, it's so well thought out just from hearing more about you. So, um, but that's great. But yeah, so it, it really spurred from being a wedding planner. When did that like shift, even though I'm sure that was like a hard process, you're starting to do this and be like, Oh, this is going to be like kind of difficult to get everything, um, set up here. What, what was that like? <clears throat> Um, I think, you know, it was, it was really fun. Um, but yeah, we, we started, you know, wedding planning. I did work in corporate for some time, worked in some specialty boutiques, did managing and ordering and things. So I, I always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, so it was just a perfect marriage. I wanted to get into my own business and I wanted to do something that made an impact. Um, and then it kind of just evolved into the marrying of those two things. Um, you know, but I've always had, from my love of uh, experiential shopping and doing things, um, I just always had an eye for detail. And I thought, if we're gonna, if we're gonna really help this bride and give her this experience that she's not having at any other boutique, we need to be focused on the details that matter to her. So it was really diving deep into the bride's experience and what does she feel, and putting myself into that person's shoes and what would make their experience the best it could be. Um, and then also the evolution of our team of just hearing their feedback and uh, them helping me through the journey of like, hey, have you ever thought about this? This actually would make it better for the bride. But I think it was the boots on the ground, you know, me selling the first, I don't know, six years really in the dressing rooms with the brides, hearing things and seeing what impacted their shopping experience. You know, a simple thing like putting a fan in because there's, they're sweating because it's hot to, we have deodorant in the rooms, you know, because sometimes you just get body odor. You just, you know, you just want to put some on, you know, things like that. Like it's just those simple little details. I think are so impactful that make, could make someone more comfortable. And that really is our, our, our goal um, and make her experience better. That's so thoughtful. Every step of the process. I, I absolutely love that. And Molly, I'd love to hear um, your story as well. How did you um, get into working for for Lux um, and uh, into the, the bridal industry overall? I know, like I said, I never thought I'd be here. Uh, I came from the hospitality industry. I worked in the restaurant business for 10 plus years, you know, bartended, I served, I worked private events, I did all that stuff. And then when COVID hit, um, I didn't work for a year, which was awesome. <laughs> but then at the end of 2020, I was like, oh, I probably need uh, to get a job. And after not working in the restaurant industry for, you know, almost 12 months, I was like, I can't do it again. My knees hurt. Like, <laughs> I just can't. So I had followed Lux on Instagram, probably in 2020, I want to say, because I was really feeling that was like the peak of my depression. Um, I was feeling terrible in my skin. I hated my body. I was like trying to, you know, I, I had my long-term partner and I had broken up at the end of 2019. So I was just really struggling with who I was as a person and uh, like a female and trying to feel good. And so I started following all these accounts of plus size women, men, they's, thems, whoever, just to see people who looked like me that felt beautiful. And uh, Lux had posted um, that they were hiring. And I was like, well, I mean, like, mine as well. And I hadn't applied for a job in you know, seven years. I don't even know what my resume looked like at the time. Thanks, Shana, for hiring me. Um, and I went in for an interview on my 30th birthday. And I was so nervous and I drove through a snowstorm. I'll never forget it. <laughs> no, November 12th, 2000. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, we vibed. I, um, you know, um, she hired me essentially on the spot. I want to say, I know it took me a couple months to finally get in. And from there, it just kind of took off. I mean, those new first few weeks and months of like a new job are always a little terrifying. And I was like, do I want to do this? And there's so much information and there's so many dresses. And I was like so nervous. But as I started getting to know the girls that were working there and putting, working closely with Shana at the time, she was, she's not in, um, in Minnesota anymore, but um, we got really close and I eventually moved into the sales manager position, which is what I was hired for. But 
have for never working in bridal in my life, she's like, we're going to start you off as a stylist. So you can at least get to know the products. And I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but great. You know, fake it till you make it. Um, and then I would say this last, like when Shana went to um, Arizona in what, 2021 um, is kind of when I was like, okay, Molly, like, you know, I, I was leading the team, but it's always different when the owner is there, right? Because I can pass things off to her. I can always look to her for guidance. And I, I still do that, Shane. I'm not discrediting that at all, but it's obviously different when you're there. Um, so I really am starting to, had started to turn into this like leader for my team and really started to um, feel good in my skin. You know, the second I walk through that door, you know, you see plus size people sitting at the desk, you know, right in front and then um, getting in dresses too, I think was a really like change for me too, because I'm very single, but, <laughs> but like being in a wedding dress can change your confidence levels. You know, brides say it all the time. Like, I never thought I could feel this good. And it's like, well, you're putting on something that actually fits you, you know, stuff like that, um, that are things I get to preach every day at my job. And I feel like now knowing that this is like, it feels like my calling. <laughs> like I, I never knew I would love for working with wedding gowns and like being in this like fashion forward movement that's like happening with body positivity. I think, you know, we'll, we'll be fighting for it forever, but um, I never thought that I would be like, wow, I want to like work in bridal and like, be part of the trends and like do all this social media and all this stuff. It sounded so daunting, you know, three years ago. And now I'm like, what can we do next? <laughs> like when you emailed, I was like, let's do this. Like, let's keep fighting. Let's keep doing things. And like, I'm always, I'm constantly reaching out to brands and like magazines and, you know, like even more like, like venues and stuff. Like how can we get, you know, what did I say? I messaged like Minnesota bride magazine last week. And I was like, spread the word of curve. Like, like gross but I'm like I love this <laughs> um it just made me want to like advocate more for what we're doing now I just want everyone to feel good and I'm like okay well you know you're not getting married but I don't care follow Lux Bridal <laughs> like, <laughs> like it'll make yeah feel good. <laughs> it's great content I mean that's how I found you guys and it was um just through a very viral post talking about you know uh, we're a, we're a curvy bridal salon. So of course we're going to have fans in the dressing room and robes yeah. that fit everyone. And, um, you know, just really uh, down to the, every last detail, it just is so wonderful to provide that for everyone. I think like, um, you know, even the average size of women in the U S is considered plus size. So it's like, which yeah. doesn't even make sense that we like really call it plus size because it's just average, but like it, you know, there's this huge market that has been like left out. So to create a really special experience is like, is so wonderful. And also just, I mean, also reminds me of like growing up and how uncomfortable I was like shopping, just like shopping in general, like, you know, going as a kid with my mom or like going through puberty and gaining weight and then being like, oh like gosh, I'm, I'm like a larger size and I'm in this like awful dressing room that's like I felt sweaty and gross and the bright <laughs> like light is shining on me and it's just like awful so you definitely don't want that to be your experience especially for something as special as getting a wedding dress so it feels like um just what you were saying Molly like to to be like wow this feels amazing also these clothes fit me is like such a wonderful thing and and hopefully that yeah. you know like you're saying should should be um a norm for everyone yeah. and should it's be life-changing for people yeah absolutely wow which is That's, bananas yeah. <laughs> which it shouldn't be right it's like what the standard but it is yeah and any size I see you know even on the lower and the mid-size like brides are like this fits me and I'm like what I mean you should nobody should have that problem but like what like and we'll get straight size girls in the store too that are just like why wasn't my experience like this at other places you know and it yeah. just yeah break, breaks my heart <clears throat> Have, so talk a little bit about the different women or uh, the brides coming in to, to see you. So have they, um, and what that experience or what have they talked about as the differences from other salons, say that if they've tried out some other bridal salons and then, and then came to you, what, um, what in their like words, what has that experience been like, or what's um, been different for them that stood out to you? I think for us is we do like a lot of like we vet I mean I don't say vet our brides but we try to like talk to them as much as we can prior to them coming in 
um, <clears throat> which is a big thing that we hear from other stores and even like reviews that we've gotten. They're like, I can't believe Molly or Hannah, whoever talked to me in so much detail prior mm -hmm. to me coming in and we'll call, but you know, texting just makes so much more sense these days. So it's a lot of that because we want to get to know them before they walk in the door um, as well as knowing our faces on social media, which I feel like it's such a, like, not a lot of our bridal stores, I think, in the area. I mean, they have social media, but I think like our presence is so much more like, no, I don't want to say known because like, you know what I mean? Like, we, you know, our face, like I, like, yeah, it's why people reaching. will walk in and they're like, oh my God, you're famous. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just like <laughs> on social media a lot. <laughs> like, and, and especially with that most recent post, you know, a lot of, mm -hmm. um, are because people that know we existed prior to this and like you know mm -hmm. we obviously have seen a lot of uh humans at our store who feel very good um coming in and buying from us and that's amazing but like now that like we've hit this like substantial amount of followers we've gotten a lot more calls and emails and stuff like that and we're still trying to make sure that we talk to every bride um as much as we talk to the next bride you know um and i think that's a big thing in our experience um, that the experience that we give the brides that walk in our doors um, and then then when they come in we're always um, making sure that we have waters and slippers at the door and that their bridal stylist knows them and is on we're always team bride and so like I there's that one little we were going to cover bridal store we're always going to advocate for you and like fight your mother-in-law or whatever yes, yeah. you know that what I mean one, like yeah, it's because yeah. that happens you know, and I think at yeah. other stores, like it, it, people like, you know, we're in Minnesota, everybody's passive aggressive. <laughs> and so it's like, like, we, we obviously don't want to be rude at all, but you know, we're, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, this fitted dress that she looks like sexy in, like, why are you saying, why are we talking about lumps and bumps when we could be talking about like curves and mm -hmm. like, I don't know, you know, so I think being an advocate for our brides and appointments is also something that differs up from other stores. Um, and I think the dresses that we pull, you know, I've heard from brides at other stores that are like, I told them I didn't want it. I didn't want a clean ball gown and all they kept pulling was clean ball gowns. Mm. And so I didn't really know what to do. So I just left. And then we'll, we're even, we'll even push our brides to try things that they didn't think they could like I if I had a nickel for every time somebody was like I can't go in a fitted dress and they say yes to a fitted dress like I would literally be a very rich, rich woman because like it, it's people are like I didn't know and I'm like well because it, it fits you <laughs> like, yeah. it looks good because it fits like yeah you're not squeezing into that size 12 and feeling like a sausage <laughs> at other stores <laughs> right. which or we had a bride the other day that said they had to paper paper doll it to her where she they clipped it to her her bra and just like held it up in front of her yeah. and you know I'm not saying every dress in my store will fit every single body that walks in like obviously like we're a small business and I can't carry every dress in every size but I've never had that happen to me <laughs> and I think that's what separates us you know it's the experience it's the personalities that we have in the store and all of our stylists like, I can't speak ill of anyone that works there. They love what they do. Our part-timers, this is their fun job, they say. Like, everyone wants our brides to feel good when they walk in the door. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that, I mean, some people can just work for money, but I feel like most of our stylists work to make other people feel good. And I think that's awesome. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. I mean, talking about empowering the women, the women who come in and the brides, but also very like empowering for yourself. You guys are facilitating this experience that is yeah. so, um, personalized to them, learning about them, um, really listening to them and also maybe pushing them out of their comfort zone. Right. And being like, yeah. yes, you can wear that. Right. I think that was another thing on the, we're a curvy bridal song. We don't believe in what's like flattering, quote unquote flattering, right? Because that's like another <laughs> myth, right? Like you can only wear a terrible like word. potato sack or something, right? Like you can wear like cool fitted things. And I think that also, you know, going back to something you said before is just so refreshing to um, looking at your Instagram and seeing like, um, you know, women of all different sizes and shapes, like wearing like fitted dresses or this dress. It's like, I never see this. And it's not like, you know, you see a straight size model and it's like, that doesn't, you know, represent me or my friends or my, you know, it, it doesn't, um, 
look like most people. So it's really nice to, to see that, um, representation as well. Um, thank you. And from the, I'm, I'm very curious about the designer perspective. I know Shana, you were saying, you know, in the beginning, it was very difficult to kind of source, um, dresses in, in larger sizes. Is that still the case? Has it gotten better over time or, or what does that, that look like now? Oh yeah, no, it's gotten so much better. Um, you know, kind of circling back to just, uh, what you guys were talking about, but it, it, the, I remember that we would have to go to designers and say our brides are just like everybody else. They want to have the opportunity to try on the same thing at a size two, four, six, eight, ten wants to put on. There's no difference. Like they are not a different person. Their body shape may be different, but it's the same person, same customer, you know, demographics, all the things, you know, it was just like such like, what? And I was like, yes. So please evolve with the times. And so they have, you know, you have online bodices now you've got, um, you know, very fashion forward looks, you've got side cutouts. Um, everything that you see is pretty translated into you know, full size range up to, you know, 32, uh, 34 uh, size. Um, I think, you know, even imagery too, they've, they've become uh, much more aware and attuned to um, having representation and inc inclusivity. Um, but I still feel like it is a little stagnant um, that there is still, that there's still a line drawn in the sand of, this, they're slightly different. They are slightly plus size brides are slightly different than all the other brides. Um, so I think, you know, and that's just an evolution that will happen eventually where there isn't any difference. It's all blended. There isn't a section that you would go to for that collection. You know, you still see it in ready to wear where there is a section for plus size, a section, you know, there isn't that blending as much as we wanna see. Um, but no, I think the designs and, um, are very current and uh, up to date. And then we also have a lot of boutique designers that are out there that, uh, that are also, um, a part of that movement and, um, are designing, um, couture dresses for brides who want to buy couture. They come in all different shapes and sizes. I mean, that's, a, that's the hardest market to move, I think, because it is very, uh, niche, and small, and there's uh, stigmas attached to that couture market. Um, so I think breaking the barrier on that, there's a great opportunity on that front for sure. Hmm, I love that. Yeah, always room for growth. I think that you know we never want to stop like advocating for this because I, like you said, I'm sure it has gotten better and we see movements. But I think that you know we can't be too complacent with like, oh, people are familiar with the term body positivity, but like, what does that really look like in action? And, um, like, you know, when we actually practice it, like you can say, oh, I love your body, but like, you know, we want like body justice. So it's not a completely different experience yeah. for, you know, people to, um, whether it's shopping for dresses or, or any type of clothes and stuff. So that's great. I'm, I'm really glad there is, there is progress. Hopefully it continues and, and um, people see, you know, what what you guys are doing as well, and then become inspired by that. <laughs> so, um, what is what is some of your um, what's your like favorite maybe like moment or experience about working at Lux for for either of you, or both of you? Has there been a moment like, wow, this is this is wonderful? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a crier, but like I have cried with brides. <clears throat> so I feel like anytime that like a bride says yes and I cry I'm like wow that's like a beautiful moment I think to be a part of last week um we had a bride that um uh, I had spoken to on the phone again we pre-qualify all our, our people and I went over because my job is to check in on the appointments make sure things are flowing nicely help my stylist um you know help close sales if they need my help and I went over and she was like, are you Molly? And I was like, I am. Yes. And she's like, I talked to you on the phone last week. You, I have been dreading this appointment. I have felt like I just don't feel good in my skin. And I hung up the phone and I was like, 
I feel so confident. I feel so ready to come buy a dress from you guys. And she, she, you know, we see all walks of life and, you know, different confidence levels. And, and she was specifically a bride that needed a little extra time in her appointment. But I think like, and even her stylist resonated, you know, let's like take some time, Molly, will you spend more time in that appointment kind of situation, which is what I'm there for. But like, I didn't even need her. And she was like, I feel I, like I felt so much better on the phone than when I got off than before the call. And I was like, my heart, I was like, I don't even know what I said, <laughs> but I was like, Aww. cause I don't, I don't like, you know, like we have a script when we're on the phone with people, but are like, like as we've grown into the business that we've been like since, since I've been there and I'm sure Shana has been noticing like the authenticity of the women that work in our store, like, we we're just transparent with everyone like okay like I'm here I'll help you you know if you don't buy a dress from us that's fine but I still want to make sure you feel better than when you walked in you know so I don't know it was really magical and it made again it ignited <laughs> me inside <laughs> um I thought that was really great oh that's so sweet like wow it's it is such a it can be really a, such an emotional experience and you're really there for all of it yeah. <laughs> being there at a really special time and advocating just I, in what you're saying before, like so much advocating for the bride, um, which I'm sure is like, it's, it's sad to think that people would like be like, Oh, I'm dreading this appointment for some, maybe it's like the people or like, how will I feel and then address. And it's, it's a lot of different things. So I'm sure like having someone there who genuinely is looking out for them and caring for them, it can, can make all the difference. <laughs> yeah. People hold off on their appointments all the time. And I would even, I would love to see the statistics of like straight side stores versus like even our store of like the time frame of when a bride comes in to when their wedding is, because like, the short timeline brides that we see because they don't want to come in because they're terrified mm. is it's it's like astronomical it's so unfortunate and that was one of my like I'll keep bringing up this viral post because like that was so many of the things that we've heard so many times it's like I think the second one the last thing that I said was like no need to hold off on your appointment like we're gonna take great care of you and like I'm getting goosebumps um <laughs> like I just like, I just like, just, I just want to grab them and shake them. Just come in. You're fine. We got you, you know, like, yeah. it's going to be okay. <laughs> That's wonderful. How about you, Shana? <laughs> Has there been a, a moment in your experience there as um, maybe like as a larger picture, even as an entrepreneur where it's like really hit you of, of what you're doing. And um, I don't know if just a moment that's um, stays with you. Yeah, I've had a few really great moments um, where I've just been moved, you know, either by tears or just emotional uh, thankfulness and gratefulness for my life and, and things. Um, but yeah, just when I read reviews, I remember the first few years reading reviews, like I would read every single review um, and like women just being like, you made such an impact in my um, not only in my, you know, finding my dress, but like in my life. And it was like, oh my God, like I didn't realize like, I mean, long, you know, paragraphs of just them gushing about just how they felt so good about themselves. And to have that impact was just, you know, overwhelming, like, oh my gosh, like, that's just so cool. And I still, to this day, when I read reviews, um, I get that way where I just get emotional, you know, it keeps you grounded on um, really what our, our mission is and just the impact that we can have individually and collectively. Um, but I did have one that was great in the bigger, you know, definition of like body positivity and um, inclusivity is I had a family friend um, who her daughter was born with spina bifida and she um, was well in her 30s and they never thought she would ever find someone to get married. And lo and behold, during COVID, the great all the great positives that came out of COVID, she found someone online and they decided to get married um, and both have. Uh, spinal issues. And so she's wheelchair bound has been uh, since she was a child. Um, and it's progressed, you know, severely throughout her adulthood. Um, but she, I was like, well, you come in and you let's find you a dress. And she's like, I just never thought I would be able to even go into a store. Um, you know, her clothes have to be altered differently for her because she is wheelchair bound. And we, we, I did the appointment and had her and her mom come in 
And it was just amazing to be able to do that for her, to get her in dresses. And while it was different than what normally happens for our brides, she still was able to have that experience on trying on dresses. And we got creative and we had a lot of fun. And we were in the dressing room and that, you know, that again, just those details, she was able to do a 360 in her wheelchair um, in our dressing rooms and, you know, feel comfortable and then was able to see herself and ultimately found her dress. Um, and it was just like, she just was like, her mouth was open the whole time. She's like, I just can't believe I've been able to have this. I never even had this dream because I never thought I would even get married. I didn't think I'd find someone, you know, it's just like the list of things wow. and just to be able to, to see that um, and provide that, you know, amazing safe space and mm -hmm. just you know, nothing but focus on her and provide that experience uh, was just really that still sticks with me today that we were able to do that for her. Um, and it wasn't even about by selling a dress or anything. I mean, mm -hmm. Most of it is, really comes from the heart. Um, but that was just really, it still sticks with me. Oh my gosh. That's a, that's such a beautiful story. Like I, I really do. I'm like, Oh, wait, the, just the experience that you're creating for people is just like, truly you know from like you're saying from your reviews is something they'll like carry with them forever it is supposed to be this you know big special moment and um yeah I'm just like like wow like you have amazing women as yourselves really creating that for people which I absolutely love um I you know with both of you doing so much working with brides and um creating experiences for others i would love to ask you a little bit about self-care and just um do you have any um fun uh things that you do to take care of your own self um that you that you enjoy i would, I would love to hear if you do you know i've i i've uh as i you know, grow as a business owner. Um, we've got some other uh, bridal stores and other businesses uh, that me and my husband own. Um, you know, I've, I've struggled with that over the years, um, just where it's like more than self-care. Like I've always, you know, my mom raised me, you know, you, you take good care of your hair and all those things. Um, so you look presentable, but it goes a little deeper than that. It's like, are you mentally okay? You know, just like, are you feeling good about yourself? Yeah good about your family you know the, the life that you created um so funny because yeah we we actually moved down to Arizona two years ago and it was a little bit of self-care it was kind of like let's take care of ourselves while we have you know this uh, a lot of things moving on in our life but self-care for me looks so different than two years ago I would say I'm in such a good place where you know I get my walks in squeeze those in but that mentally helps me uh, talk to myself and feel good about myself or work through some struggles that I'm having um, or challenges. Um, that's huge for me, just being out in nature um, and connecting with just the, the birds singing and the sun shining um, is my self-care. Um, I love baths. I don't know if that's weird or anything. I love that. <laughs> Bath is always great. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just think connecting to a special, also, you know, verbally connecting to people too, talking to people that care um, about you and that, you know, really care about you deeply and um, having deep conversations is another way of self-care um, as well. That's wonderful. So. <laughs> and your what? what was that last thing? Oh, that I practice. That might be oh. weird for people like, you know, they do might be like some people would like to do facials and all those things those get squeezed in occasionally when you can, can get those <laughs> a good time if you feel good like outside you know kind of mm. can collect your thoughts sometimes when you have those moments and I think a lot like of that us. stuff can resonate inside too you know what I mean like if I want to get my hair done I'm gonna feel better inside my body as well <laughs> no I feel oh, I feel that Shana, I, uh, I, I'm a walker as well. Unfortunately, in the north where I lie, <laughs> like take me to Arizona, I hate you. <laughs> um, I have a walking pad in my apartment, in my very tiny apartment, and I have probably like 70 plants. Um, so I do feel like <laughs> I'm outside when I can, when I do have the time, because I, you know, I just do it to move my body. I, I stretch, I have lower back problems. And so um, my yoga mat's always out. And I feel like that 
uh, you know, even if I do it for five minutes, like I, I try not to stress myself out about that because I know not everybody can move their body. And um, that definitely helps me get my blood pumping. But my big like self-care moment is like putting my phone down, turning on an audiobook, and I cook. I make food. I will, I've made, I literally have chicken on the counter so I can make chicken enchiladas when yeah. we hang up on this ball. <laughs> um, and uh, I love it. I love to go out to eat. If I made um, <laughs> like something delicious one night, I'm probably out at a restaurant the next night so I can balance <laughs> that. Um, I do have a pet as well. His name is Sumac. I'm actually surprised he's not more vocal. Um, I, I came home a little earlier so I could give him some love because he's very chatty. Um, I think that um, has been, I got him in 2020. I was telling you that was like my peak kind of uh, like hit on my mental health um, and getting a, an animal. It, it is like baffling the change in my mood. And I'm like a firm believer that, you know, a little furry friend um, can definitely help fill that void. Uh, it's when I also started to go into therapy, which I feel, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be for everyone, but I will advocate that till the day I die, that talking to someone outside of your inner circle is so important to me. Um, I'm, I'm a, I have full blown ADHD. So I will sit and talk to Erin is her name for an hour. And then I'll be like, now what? And she's like, Molly, you just talked to me for the whole time. I was like, okay, well, I feel better anyway. So <laughs> it's fine. Um, cause I think taking care of your care of your mental health, but like you have to learn how to do it. Right. Like you have to mm -hmm. test those things. Mm -hmm. Like my first therapist in 2020 told me to deep breathe. And I just laughed at her. And now I'm like, holy cow, when you sit and just take a few deep breaths, like your cortisol goes down or up or whatever the technical terms are. Um, and it's just weird how well that like can help any, not every situation but a lot of situations and that to me is that self-care in itself that is easy you know I'm a I'm a like give me the easiest way to do it kind of gal you know mm -hmm. I I uh and I think that was like a big step into like my mental health journey because I just that is what needed the most care at the time and I still you know we all still struggle with stuff like that um but working putting my like focus into like helping other people feel good like that's been a really great remedy as well which is kind of weird to say like that I tell Shana I love my job thank you for this opportunity all the time but it's like you know I don't think we I think our work dynamic has been so helpful for me not being I mean I can be stressed out but I feel like it's just been really great for even me, you know, I'll be stressed out one day, but like Shana doesn't mind if I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. Okay. <laughs> I think I just told her that this morning <laughs> about something we've been working on. So, or last night, I guess, <laughs> but making sure you have those people in your life that are okay mm -hmm. to say that too. Not that it's always Shana. I mean, we have a good work dynamic, but like she said before, just having people you can talk to. So yeah, that was long. Sorry. Cool. No, I loved it. I think we covered so much of self-care, right? The like <laughs> mental health, the like relationship aspect, even like the, I definitely think there's a correlation between the like inner and outer, right? If you do like put on a, a beautiful dress, sometimes I can just make you feel so good, right? You're like, oh, wow, I look so good today. And that yeah. can like affect your inner mood. So um, I love that. Um what one question I, I love to ask is um what is one time that could be anything where um you recently felt beautiful? Shana, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still this isn't recent, this is gonna date me this 20 years ago when I got married. I think I was and it has nothing to do with that I own a wedding star. It really at the time I didn't, but I still remember, I think that was the first time where I it was my wedding day. Um, you know, I had my hair done. I still looked like myself, you know, that was really important to me. I wanted to look like myself and I didn't mm -hmm. want to feel like and everything, but I just remember looking at myself going, God, I am, I, I said, I look beautiful, but I felt beautiful inside. Like it resonated mm -hmm. so much yeah. and it still pops in my mind. I don't know, like once a month or something like, so it must've been, so it was resonated. Cause I still remember that. Like, I, look, I just had that you can still feel it. 
but um, yeah, I don't have any specific things I can really remember recently. I mean, I, I just, I feel good all the time in the last <laughs> year. So um, <laughs> rub it in. I mean, bad days, but I still feel good about myself. Yeah, that's so <laughs> and I feel like, beautiful and, and like healthy and um, yeah, it's, it's, you got to enjoy it when those moments happen because you never know, you know, how long it's going to be, <laughs> but yeah. you just keep working along. Oh Absolutely. How about you, Molly? Um, this is the only thing that's coming to my mind. So if it's weird, just let me know. But I uh, recently, I keep talking about exes, but like a few weeks ago, I ended a, ended a relationship. And so I started dating again. So rest in peace. But I went on a date on Friday and Saturday, Saturday, not that it matters. And um we were leaving and uh, we were driving next to each other because we had left at the same time, obviously. And he lives kind of by me and uh, I shouldn't tell the world that I was texting while I was driving, but let's be honest, it's 2024. And he was like driving up next to me and I was like, what are you doing? And then he just goes, I just wanted to see you one more time. And I was like, wow, that made me feel like, really good you know because like first dates are the worst and um I like we hadn't really I mean we had kind of confirmed a second date but it was still kind of like up in the air so I was like I don't know what's gonna happen kind of situation but like hearing him say that made me like be like wow I did look mm -hmm. good and like mm -hmm. I did feel good and like I don't know that made me feel beautiful mm -hmm. I love that I love hearing yeah. like <laughs> What wonderful stories small. and moments. Yeah. No, it can be like the small moments, right? Like little little moments or big ones. Wedding <laughs> wedding wedding day or just like a small moment with, you know, a loved one or, you know, a good good moment or conversation. When did yeah. you feel beautiful this this recently? You have to <laughs> now you have to answer it. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I don't think I'm on the spot in this podcast, lady. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh my gosh. You know, I think it can really, um, relate to like activities and like adventure for me. I love like traveling and, um, my husband and I are really trying to like go around and do as much traveling as we can. So we were just in Ireland, um, recently and we have like our full schedule where like, we're hitting all these museums and we're doing this and seeing that. And I just like, you know, it, it just made me like, you know, when I talk about that inner beauty, it just like this, like warmth and like happiness. And I was like, I love like being with like my husband. I love it, traveling the world with him and it, going on new adventures. And it just like, um, made me feel like the, this, like, you know, that moment where you're like, I can't like wipe the smile off my face. Like, I'm just so happy to, <laughs> to be doing this. So, um, definitely. I, I think a lot of that can be you know, really fun, like experiences and, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of travel lately. That was one of our, um, recent trips. So that was very fun, but yeah, that really made me feel beautiful doing, doing what I, I love. So, yeah. Being happy. I, I feel that I've literally felt that lately. Like I'm happy. Like, like when do you sit down and just like, I'm happy. Like, I think that's also like really important to tell yourself because that yeah. will spark something on the inside, you know, or even who's my therapist was like, just look in the mirror and tell yourself like you're beautiful or say your mantras or whatever. I'm like, that is so weird. But like that works. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, keep telling yeah. yourself. <laughs> like no, it's great. It's great. And I feel like especially from the body image perspective, I think like I also really um struggled with my body image, like particularly when I was in college and I then took over to um, actually ran the social media for a like body positive documentary um, called like Street Curve that really looked into the the fashion industry and it was so much about like all we were posting on social media was like diversity and like images and women of all different shapes sizes abilities and it just like made me made my understanding of beauty really expand so much I was like yes beauty is so much more than just like the one like thin able-bodied white woman that we like see very often and um it was so like 
that just like expanded my mind so much. And it like really helped me with my own body image. I'm like, yes, beauty is all of these things, all of these bodies. And I can see that more like when I have those examples and think of that, it like makes me think of it more myself too. So I think that like the media also that you guys are putting out is just, I'm like, okay, listeners, if you're not, if you're not following them on social media, please do. (laughs) 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 Wonderful. Um, and I'll, I'll link to it, but, um, but yeah, I just, I, I think that just, it can really, when you see different, like diversity and different examples of what beauty is, it can really expand your mindset of that and help you to understand, like, I am part of that narrative of what is beautiful. Um, in addition to like seeing it on the inside and how our wonderful traits as well. So I'll get off my soapbox, but, um, Preach it, girl. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's literally everything we stand for and the things that we're trying to do, because it's like media does suck for fat bodies and real bodies. And yeah. like any, yeah, like you said, like just like white, able-bodied, skinny people, you know what I mean? It's like, like there is more to the world than, yeah that one person you know right right for sure Uh, well thank you so much I will ask you one more question I what is the favorite thing what is the favorite thing about yourself one thing that you love most about yourself that has nothing to do with your outward appearance Shanna do you want me to go first (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think my favorite thing, you know, I think maybe perspective. I feel like I can see, literally, I can see my point of view, but I can put myself in that other person's situation or body and see their perspective while they're looking at me. Like, just like, I just love that I am able to even entertain that. I don't always agree with it or, under, you know, understand it sometimes, but I can see like just having that 360. I think I love that I am able to do that because I know it is really hard um, for people to do that. But if you, if you're able to, then it enlightens you to different situations and you can see things like, you know, through the, through the other person's perspective, I guess mm-hmm. is something that I, I really I like to try, try and do. And I realize that I've been able to do it on, um, with a lot of things. So beautiful. I love that. <laughs> that empathy for others. So important. And oh. yeah, I love it. How about you, Molly? What's the favorite thing about you? Uh, my favorite thing about me is I would say my ability to like turn uh, whether it's my mood or even somebody else's mood, um, like around, um, like a turn a bad situation into good and or funny and or a learning experience. I feel like I always try to be Switzerland in situations it's like, okay, this is bad, but like, what if we turn it into this? Or I am really good at making things like I'm very sarcastic and humor is like my go-to. And like, maybe that's because I was always like the fat kid growing up, you got to have something to like, you got to be funny. Right. Which is like, you know, but that has made me into like turning, you have to be smart to be funny. I think like actually funny. And so I think that that, you know, negative thing in my childhood has turned into like a really good personality trait for me is turning those negative situations into positive (gasps) full circle love it (laughs) (laughs) that's wonderful well thank you guys so much for joining me I so appreciate you taking the time to do this. And I just like know all of my listeners will absolutely love hearing more from you and just like not only sharing your inner beauty, but also the larger work that you're doing at, at Lux Bridal. So um, is there any like last words or where, where can they find you um, so they can make sure that everyone who's in the, you know, in the area will go to Lux Bridal and get their dress there and have this incredible experience we've been talking about. <laughs> yes, you can find us on Instagram at Lux Bridal underscore MN. We're located in Egan, Minnesota, just outside the Twin Cities, not far from the airport. If you guys are out of state, we see brides from all over the country, um, shape, size, colors, whatever you name it. We want you to come in and don't be scared. Don't put it off. We want to see you. We love you already. 
<laughs> Wonderful. Thank you guys so much. And thank Thanks, you for Sarah. sharing your inner beauty with everyone. <laughs> thank you for having yes. us, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Ignited by Inner Beauty. I hope this episode served as a reminder of just how beautiful and worthy you are. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe, provide a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and share this episode with a friend. For more information about Ignited by Inner Beauty, please go to ignitedbyinnerbeauty.com and sign up for my email list to keep up to date on new blog posts and podcast episodes. If you'd like to support my mission of empowering women, you can go to patreon.com slash ignitedbyinnerbeauty and receive some exclusive content and giveaways. If you're not already following me on social media, please follow me on Instagram at ignitedbyinnerbeauty and Twitter at ignitedbeauty. Thank you again for joining me and please tune in for the next episode.